Welcome to Mental Health Hacks, where we dig into improving our mental health through different avenues like biological, psychological, and spiritual. My name is Danielle Elizabeth, and I am your host. Let's get into today's hack. Today's mental health hack is to say sorry and take responsibility when you need to. And there is a reason for this because when we are not able or willing to take responsibility for our faults, that is kind of a mirror into your heart of where you're at. And if you are not able or willing to do that and to say sorry and to, you know, humble yourself, you're likely in a place of defensiveness, denial, avoidance, all those fun things that are going to be a direct reflection of where you're at in your mind. And so I will be very vulnerable today and give you guys a very real picture into where this kind of came from. Um, Because one of the marriage tips, I think it was a tip or something I got once was um, always be the first to say sorry. I think someone like, I don't even know, it was like a card or something when I was getting married that a bunch of people wrote a bunch of different advice in. And my first reaction is like, okay, yeah, if I'm wrong. Um, And it's been an interesting one that has kind of gotten twisted in my codependency. But when I was first married, I was a a lot healthier, I think, Um, where it was like the beginning of when a lot of my codependency like began. Um, And so... Actually, that's probably not true, but um, I think back to that, those early days, and I think I was felt healthier then. Maybe I was like, just like really in a lot of denial. That's probably way more accurate. Anyways, um, I remember just like being first married and having that line in the back of my head and when we would like let's say get in an argument or something would happen that maybe wasn't necessarily my fault fully or I didn't start it but here's the thing usually we have some role in a situation I lived a very, very long time with my husband who struggled with mental health and his problems, his role in a situation, it was always so intense that it just like magnified things. So it was really easy to overlook my own role. And I remember when things got really bad, we were sitting in my pastor's office and he said this line about a vacuum that I still to this day don't entirely understand. I've tried very hard. I've looked it up and everything. It's like a saying. I think it's like nothing happens in a vacuum. Still don't quite 
I don't know if I ever will or care to really fully feel like I understand it because I feel like I've, I've found how to make that point from just like a more understanding to my brain um, thing. But what he was trying to help me see was that like people behave certain ways, things happen because of something. People don't usually just wake up in the morning and be like, I'm going to just like start a fight with my spouse today. I'm going to go wake up and yell at my kids. Actually, we do the opposite. Like I get wake up and I'm like, I am not going to yell at my kids today. And literally three seconds in, I'm yelling at one of them. And I'm like, whoa, that did not last at all. Um, And what my pastor did in a very, very kind and loving way was help me see that even though maybe my role in situations was not as intense or kind of like, um, I don't say glorified, but like, you know, like magnified, um, that I still had a role. I still was playing a role. But since early on in my in my marriage, and this is just, I'm just using my marriage as an example, because this is probably the one that I get tested in the most. Um, But I've tried to not just necessarily be the first to apologize, because it's not really like about that. But it comes back to the heart of like, seeing your role, seeing what you've done, seeing and and being willing to take responsibility for that, and own it. And as I go, as I've like really been in the healing world, the um, codependency world, which kind of comes with a lot of like people who have been in like very intense narcissistic um, relationships and very intense abuse and different things like that, there is an alarming amount of people in this world who will not take responsibility for their actions. And I don't know if it's like they were never taught to and they've just maybe been enabled their whole life to, like not, or there's like an actual like unwillingness, like I don't know. But it very much concerns me that there is like this many people that I've come into contact with in the last year who have people in their life who just outright like will not admit their faults, will not do that even an inward glance into their self, into themselves. So that's why I say that this is important to be able to say, I'm sorry, be able to say, hey, I messed up here, I'm human. Um, because A, there are people that literally cannot do this. Okay, I won't say cannot, Re- are, really are not at a place where they are um, willing to go to that place. Um, because it probably, un- like, unlocks it's like a domino effect if you're gonna like if you're willing to like look inside and see your faults then you are gonna probably see a lot of other stuff and there's no coming back from a certain place of seeing so much knowing what's there and like not dealing with it and it's a lot to do that process of of dealing and healing and dealing with things and healing and um 
so it's it's probably like I don't know maybe a self protective measure of like I can't even open the door because like the floodgates will come out. But where this actually came up in my life recently, and and what's relevant and why this became a hack, <laughs> is because I in this last year have been very vocal about my um my codependency, my struggles, my um, struggles with addiction, and um, like just kind of a lot of the ugliness of a healing journey. And the part I'm at now, which is very hard and very heavy, is now looking at my kids and how this has impacted them, how um, – how I react and behave with them. And um, as I unpack that, um, I have to be okay. I'll put the video at the end of this um, this episode of a video I made about this because I say in it, like, I have to be okay that my role, that things I've done has impacted them and now the behavioral and different emotional um, struggles that they're having is my fault. And I don't say that in like a poor me, my fault, but in, in just like a very realistic, like I am their parent and their caregiver and they are young and attachment is like beyond important. And I am how they're learning how to understand this world. And for a year, well, I wouldn't say I was falling apart for a year, but for there was a very significant amount of time for their life where I was not okay. And I, I'm seeing the effects of that. And now we're going into this next journey of helping them with that. And thank Jesus that there are resources and ways that I can do that because, man, the last couple of days, this has been really heavy just weighing on me like I've screwed these kids up there is no going back ages one to seven are so important my one daughter's eight I've been a hot mess for a lot of those years and I've royally screwed her up and she's the one who's struggling the most like this is my fault and I there's no going back and I am very thankful that before I recorded this episode, I actually have had a lot of good um, conversations with a lot of really good people who have helped me see that there is hope. There are ways to um, obviously not go back and redo things, but ways to um, do things where I can now step into that role and help. But in order to do that, I need to do that humbly. I need to do that saying, Yes, I, I, I played a role, and because I need to be able to validate their where they're at and where and their struggles and how they're feeling, and if I'm in denial and I'm being defensive about the fact that I uh, am not in the wrong and kind of defending my character, that's not helping anybody. I need to be willing to kind of validate where they're, they're at and their emotions. And if I'm sitting coming from a place of, I didn't do that. That's not my fault. That's because of this. That's because of this. That's not going to help. I might as well just do nothing.
right? So um, this morning, I, I get up early. One of my morning routine things is to get up early before my kids because I need time alone. Um, and now that Doug Ford has decided that I don't get that anymore, um, then that becomes even more, that's become even more important. But anyways, I, I write a lot. Writing is just like, oh, you will never hear me stop talking about how important and amazing writing is, um, for like healing and processing and just organizing what the heck is going on in our minds. But I wrote this letter to them, to my two girls who are older. My, my, my other two are a lot younger, so they really just don't, um, aren't impacted the same way, um, thankfully. And so, um, anyways, I, when my girls woke up, I read them this letter that I had written and I'll just like finish this episode by reading that to you because I just, well, a, I feel like it's important to practice what you preach and like, just like show that and show the vulnerability, um, you know, that I very much value because it's, great to just like talk about things and especially in like a position of like these hacks where I kind of am like telling you guys things. Um, I want you to know that I, I, most of them come from my, I would say like, well, 100% come from my own experience, but are very much backed by a lot of like psychology, neurology, biology, spirituality, all of that. Um, so they are helpful. But anyways, so I will read this to you because of that. And I will just also just like tell you kind of where I was struggling is like, I have been really struggling with um, being so overstimulated and overwhelmed by my own kind of emotions and emotional um, processing because I have been just like processing a lot of heavier things lately that I've been just like very impatient and yelling at them a lot. And um, that was kind of like what I was like um, addressing, apologizing for, taking responsibility for, and um, reassuring them that they are loved and cared for that they that we are going to work together to change things and um yeah so today's mental health hack is one i lived out this morning say sorry take responsibility for your actions and your behaviors even though it might not feel nice even though it might make you try and shame yourself um we'll get into shame another time because that's just a whole other ball game. But um, yeah, own your stuff. Because if you don't, you are living in denial, you're avoiding, you are disassociating, you are numbing. And trust me, those are all places I lived for very long. And um, it doesn't serve you, it doesn't serve the relationships in your life. And that's why I chose to make it a hack. All right, here is the letter. To my precious girls, I want to start by saying I am sorry. This past year has been hard with COVID and all the changes in the world. It's even hard for adults. 
But why I'm actually writing this is to say sorry and ask for your forgiveness because mommy has not been acting in ways that are loving and kind to you. Even adults make mistakes and that's part of life. But I want to intentionally take responsibility for how I've been acting, say sorry, and tell you I will change. When mommy is having a hard time, I yell at you and say and do things that don't make you feel loved, valued, and accepted or safe. And I say safe, I mean emotionally safe. I want to be very clear, my beautiful girls, this is not okay, and I'm sorry. Mommy doesn't want to be like this, and I am going to work, be working on changing things. I'm working on things so I can change. But I want to tell you some truths. I love you so much. You have no idea how much love I have in my heart for you. You are so precious. You are special, and Daddy and I are so lucky God gave you to us. You make our lives better. No one can replace you. We never want to lose you. We prayed for you, and God created you special just for this family. No matter what is ever said, you are wanted and a perfect part of this family. Not that I ever say they're not wanted, just FYI. That's just kind of a fear that one of my daughters has. And I really wanted to speak some truth into it. It's not easy as a mummy and an adult to admit when we are wrong, when we are wrong. But the way mummy has been acting is wrong. And guess what? You are both worth at worth admitting I am wrong and doing the work to fix it. So mummy and daddy will be doing some work to get help so we can do better for you. I want you to always feel loved, loved and safe and that you can be exactly who you are and that you can come to me and share anything without being scared. Mummy will fail. I won't be perfect, and it will take time. So I'm sorry for any time I do yell or say mean things, but I want you to remember that from this minute forward, I am working hard to change and be a safe and loving mummy to you. A lot of the behavior and ways you both have been acting are because of the environment in our home. As kids, and even as adults, act out when we don't feel loved, valued, accepted, or safe. So I know you think, why am I acting like this? Or why can't I control myself? Or why can't I do what is right? I want you to know you're acting, how you're acting is a normal response. And I don't want you to feel bad about yourself, but to see your behavior as a way that is telling you and us, I don't feel loved, valued, accepted, and safe. So as a family, we, were, we will work together with God in change. I love you both. And so um, I actually have, um, and if anyone is interested in this, um, I have some actual tangible programs, tools, um, support resources, like all this um, kind of this plan that we have in place of different ways that we are, I'm going to be, um, me and my husband are going to be, and us as a family are going to be doing things to work towards that goal um, so that um, all of us are feeling loved, valued, safe, and accepted. And so that is today.